Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Well, here we are for another year and another round of How Good Is Rugby League. My name's Emmanuel Penklis, and I'm joined, as always, by Michael Corbin. Michael. Emmanuel, we're back. We're back. 2020 season. 2022 season. No COVID. No COVID. Hopefully. No COVID. Or no COVID disruptions. No moving the comp to Queensland. It's only round one, Mike. I know. I know. I'm Last just... time it was round three we got disrupted. That was yeah. 2020 and I think about round 10 in 2021. So yeah. let's chat around Origin and see what <sighs> happens. All right. But, Emmanuel, we've, we've been hyping this up. This is our big season preview podcast. The one that everyone loves to throw back in our face when we say, oh, the Dragons are going to get the wooden spoon and they finish 12th and everyone throws it back in my face. Let's do this, Emmanuel. Let's go through our predictions for the 2022 NRL season. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, Michael. Yes. How do you want to do it? Uh, why don't we go through... We'll go through by... Fours. Okay. So we'll, go top, we'll, we'll both say our top fours first. All right. Okay. Ready? Excited? Pumped? Yep. I'll kick things off. One, two, three, and four in my ladder of predictions. Parramatta, Penrith, Manly, Roosters. Interesting. Very close to mine. Very close to mine. I have gone Eels. Yep. Roosters. Yep. Panthers. Yep. I've got Storm over Manly. Ooh, okay, mm. okay. In that order, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll keep rolling. Yep. Five, yep. six, seven, and eight. Melbourne Storm, South Sydney Rabbitohs, Cronulla Sharks, Canterbury Bulldogs. <laughs> We're close again. We are close again. Right. I've gone Manly fifth, Sharks sixth. Wow. Titans seventh. Wow. Bulldogs eighth. Wow. Wow. I'm going to poke holes in your... Wow. Oh, my goodness. Controversial. There we go. There's the big controversial one. Controversial. All right. All right. Okay. 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. Yep. Canberra Raiders. Yep. Gold Coast Titans. Yep. Broncos. Yep. And Dragons. Okay. So I've gone Souths. Huge. Raiders. Huge. Broncos. Yep. Warriors. Okay. Okay. Yep. 13 to 16 for me. Newcastle, Warriors, Tigers, North Queensland. Okay. So, our, we're, we're, again, we're very close here. I've gone Dragons. Yep. Tigers. Yep. Knights. And Cowboys, again, getting the wooden spoon. Okay. Which so, I, yeah. I think we both predicted that last year. Well, I definitely did. Oh, I think I tipped the Dragons. Oh, of course you um, did. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so wow. Okay. So we're, we're not far off. There's like a couple. There's a couple there in and there. Just like for the most part, out like seven of the top eight are the same. 
Yep. And obviously seven of the bottom eight are the same. The difference obviously is Souths. Okay, so let's and talk Titans. let's South talk about our differences. So yep. I've gone um, so we both think Cronulla's gonna make it. Yep. Okay, so that's one talking point. I think the Bulldogs could sneak in an eighth and so you do I. and so do you, and you're calling Souths as the team to drop out. As well as the Knights. As well as the Knights. Um, okay, so talk to me. What's gone on at Souths, other than the fact you're a Roosters fan? Um, I just think that Adam Reynolds was a huge part of everything that Souths did. And I think they're going to be good this year. I don't think they're going to be the, the team that comes ninth that has a 9-15 and 15 record like last year. Yeah. I think it's going to be closer to 12-12 12 and 12 or 13 and whatever it is. And it's going to be harder to get into the eight this year. Yeah. I think the comp's evened out a little bit. Yeah. But rookie halfback, we don't know whether it's going to stick. New rookie coach. You know, there's already headlines coming out today that there was beef at, at Rabbitohs training. Things like that don't happen under Bennett. And it's just, I think there's just going to be enough head noise and things going around. And if Latrell gets one high tackle, he's out for six weeks. Who knows where that leaves South? So this is why I just think that they're going to be around there. And look, they may make the eight, but this bold predictions, I think they just miss out. Okay. All right. Counter punch. Yep. So Cody Walker yep. is a very experienced. Excellent. Excellent. Incredible back. number six. Yes. Um, and Lachlan Ilias, who is playing at number seven this week, is obviously not. Um, uh, an experienced half. What is the difference between that and last year when uh, Sam Walker, or the year before when Sam Walker sort of started his career? Uh, I think that the raps on Sam Walker were a lot higher than Lachlan Ilias. Okay. Um, but when Luke Keery went down, everyone was like, the Rooster season's over. Yeah. No one expected them to be as competitive as they were or make the eight. No. Everyone thought that it was done. Yeah. I, but look- Sam Walker, Sam Walker's an exception because he was this prodigal player. Like, he was, he was touted as the next big thing. He just got to get thrown into the limelight a bit early. And even then, there was games where he got benched. Yeah. And games where he didn't play because he wasn't experienced enough. Yeah. I, like, do you think Lachlan Ilias will wear the number seven, barring injury, every game this year? No, I don't think so. But I, I don't know how this season's going to work. Exactly. Because yeah. um, the, there's a lot at stake. But you have to remember that Adam Reynolds was a rookie half in 2012. Uh, I don't know the raps on him compared to Lachlan Ilias now. Um, but Lachlan Ilias is is a far more developed player in terms of I think physically he he's he's far more capable than uh, Sam Walker. Um, but in terms of Adam Reynolds, Adam Reynolds was the unknown quantity. Everyone was up in arms about Chris Sandow. I've discussed this decision at length, but I think you know got to get behind him now. The new coach, the new coach has experience, um, and I I think. It's a wait and see. I do agree about Latrell, about Cody Walker. Um, we spoke about this last week, but I, I have acknowledged that this is not 2018, 19, 20 or 2021. 20, and for that, Souths, I don't think will make the top four. Yeah. I also agree with your comment that the tail has probably compressed a bit. Um, I think there's a, a bit of that is probably the fact that Penrith might pull back a bit. I understand there's an academy out there. I can't see them being as dominant. Manly, I... I think were flat track bullies last year. I think that will continue this year. I don't see them improving a, a great deal. Um, and I think I, I've made that clear in my top eight. The Roosters will improve. But again, it's going to be teams sort of like the Bulldogs, 
Cronulla that, that really sort of move up, which re- and Brisbane as well, which does reduce the tail. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that we both had the same was we both had Parramatta as minor premiers. Yeah. Now, the first year that we did this, yeah. we had the exact same thing. I know. We had Parramatta as the minor premiers. The thing, I think it's a bit different this year. They showed us something in the finals that we hadn't seen. They didn't lay over and just, they didn't roll over and die. Yeah. They were really competitive. Yeah. Really, really competitive in that Penrith game. They could have, they definitely could have won. There was a few questionable calls. Yeah. Um, that hunger, also- that hunger can really drive a team. Yeah. I know that for Souths 2013, going into 2014, that uh, loss to Manly in the prelim was always back of mind. Mm. It's, it was against an old enemy. And there's no reason why this can't be the same. I, I, I do think that, like Parramatta, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm putting them first, but I don't, I'm not convinced that any other team around them will come first. I might be selling Penrith really short here, but they're going to have a patchy start to the season, as we'll get into now, and they've lost some talent, which I think clears the way if, if Parramatta can get off to a good start like they usually do. It, and it's also. It's kind of their last chance. They've got a lot of players leaving, next, like especially Reed Marnie's leaving. Yeah, a few other players are leaving from the roster. I just think that this is this is the year that like they they've circles like this might be our last chance for a couple of years. Let's put it all on the line. They're going to come out with desperation and hunger to prove it, and they show that they can do it last year. And that's why I think in the regular season they're going to be one of the best teams to uh, one of the best teams week in week out to show that they have it. Whether, whether that translates to finals football again, don't know. But I think in the in the minor premiership stakes, they're going to win it. Yep. Uh, let's touch on Cronulla. We yep. both have them coming back. Obviously, Craig Fitzgibbon is probably a lot of the reason for our decision here uh, as, a, as the coach that's making uh, his first appearance as a, as a first-grade coach and not as an assistant coach. What are you expecting to see? Uh they're going to be, although we touched on this a couple of weeks ago, they're going to be a really gritty team. Yep. But they've also recruited really well. Yep. Like Dale Finucane, excellent leader. Uh, Cameron McInnes is one the guy who just puts his head down and he, he was the Dragons' best player for three, four years in a row until last year he missed all of last year. Nico uh, Hines. Nico Hines is excellent. Excellent footballer. Played State of Origin. was the 18th man for State of Origin last year. And he's going to have a lot of pressure on him, but I think he's going to be the dominant half. And he's going to be able to do it. He did it in Melbourne when he, when every any any time his name was called out, he stepped up and he played well. So I'm expecting big things from him. Look, they've got a strong pack. Their back lines, they've got they've got great wingers and great like Jesse Ramian's one of the best centers in the comp. Yep. Will Kennedy was fantastic last year. I just think they're going to be a really strong side. Yep. Okay, let's talk about a couple of teams that will go backwards in our book. So the Tigers and the Cowboys, uh, yep. two teams we're looking at is not really moving anywhere. Just lack of recruitment, lack of talent. What, what do you think? Um, yeah, I just think I don't know the lot of lot of noise going around. Like both those teams, bad headlines coming out. I don't know. Like Luke Brooks, we know we know what we're going to get. Look, Jackson Jackson Hastings looks really good. He was the best player in Super League last year yeah. by a mile. Different competition, though. different competition. But like he when he played in the NRL. He had the talent, didn't have the head, didn't have the mental capacity to do it. Yep. I think as as he's matured, he'll be better. Um, but yeah, I just you know, I just think there's a lack of talent on both of those teams. Uh, one team I want to touch on is the Raiders. Yeah, uh, we've both got them missing the eight. I would have had them making the eight if it wasn't for Fogarty getting injured for four months. It's a which, big, it's a it's a big, big a blow, huge loss. 
because I thought he was going to take a lot of. He was he was really good. He's been really good the last two years for the Titans. I thought he would have taken a lot of pressure off Jack White. Now that's going on to a rookie half who we've never seen before. If 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 Fogarty was there, I, I'd have them in the eight over the dogs. But I just think it's such a big loss that they're just going to drop down a couple pegs in the ladder. Where were the Gold Coast in your ladder? They were seventh. Yeah, I have them missing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I look. I think they're going to be better under second year under Holbrook. Uh, the young guys, very, still a very young team, but they're going to get better. They're mature. They're obviously maturing. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking improvement from the Titans. I mean, there are clubs where I just second guess my decision, and the Titans, the Cowboys, the Tigers are all. If you're going to take a punt between that club and, and say a club like Souths or the Bulldogs or Cronulla, just because of who's around and who's administrating and based on experience, you just yeah. feel like that club will sneak in over a club that, that's traditionally not done as well and doesn't have the finals experience. So yeah. um, that's the main reason for my decision. Um, any other clubs you want to touch on? Um, Broncos will improve. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Adam Reynolds out first week. It's. I think it's going to take him a little while yeah. to get going. Yeah. And uh, look, I think I've, the I've, Billy Walters thing is going to be a very interesting distraction for the Broncos this season mm. uh, because... It, it, I don't know. I, I think it, it, it's not going to be an easy thing for um, Kevy Walters to manage, um, and it, it might cause a bit of a distraction. I uh, think yeah. it's just complex. Like when you, your son's a superstar, like Ivan Cleary, it's far easier. The the, the form makes the call, but Nathan, I, I Nathan was also playing before Ivan got there. Exactly, that was the difference. He didn't give his son the spot. He gave him the captaincy, but that was deserved anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it, it was an interesting choice. It was everyone, like, scratch your head straight away, nepotism going on here. But really, like, it was Albert Kelly or Tyson Gamble. Yeah. Neither of them have shown that they're excellent rugby league players. So, look, it could work. Um, I just think there's just just not enough. Like, they've got... I don't love Turpin as a hooker. He's fine. He's serviceable. Jermaine uh, DeSarco is going to start the season at number one. And he's never really played that well there, so like it's just a, there's a lot of questions about their team, and yeah. I think everyone just sees Adam Reynolds. Oh, they're going to push into the eight or around there. Still got to have stuff around him. Yeah, it's uh, like his his presence is certainly going to help, but yeah. um, I uh, I I feel like there was improvement in them in the back end of last year, but there is a long way to go. So. Uh, the one I do want to ask you about, Michael, is Penrith. Uh, yep. That obviously in our top four, I think. That, so the news came out today, and we'll get into it in team lists. That Nathan Cleary is going to be out until at least round four. Had that shoulder surgery after the grand final. We've discussed the departed talent, but how can they go back to back? Do you think? I my genuine thing is I I don't know if they've got it in them to do so. It's so tough. Like like I said a couple of weeks ago, when you win the premiership, you become the hunted. Everyone gives their best game against you to prove themselves. Yeah. Against you, and it wears you out. Nathan Nathan is you know, he caught this injury in Origin last year, came back quickly, and you know now that's why he's taking these extra three weeks because I think that they realise that. There's no rush. They can they can plot along and beat the teams they need to beat. They might lose some games here and there, but 
to get to the finals. And we saw this with the Roosters. They didn't win when they went that second year. They didn't win the minor premiership. I think they finished third. Yep. Yeah, um, they, uh, yeah, they did. They did. They finished third, right? They versed Melbourne the first week of the finals, I'm pretty sure. No, they versed South. No, second. They finished second, I think, and South finished third. Okay. Either memory? One. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah, played yeah. the SCG. Yeah. Um, yeah, like they didn't, they didn't win. Like you don't have to win the mining premiership. It's it's having enough left in the tank because it, it's. And they draining. didn't win it last year either, Penrith. No, but I think I actually think the challenge for them this year is to uh, to get them to win the comp this year. They have to make their third grand final in a row. Yeah, and they really they tough. they've made that this would be their third in a row that they didn't get there in twenty twenty, and I think that's that's the big challenge. And I know they did it the long way around last year, but. It, it, they were very grinding matches, and I'm 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 not being a sore loser because Souths lost to them. I just genuinely have questions about whether they can do it. It's, it's not a similar team to the look at. I mean, Melbourne last year they lost Cameron Smith, but the the Roosters team that went back to back was pretty much the same team. This is not going to be the same team. No, look, it's there's a reason why one team has done it in 20 years. It's not easy to do. Yeah. It's really hard, and look, I think they're going to be up there. I think they're going to be really competitive. We're actually about to talk about who we have in the grand final. Well, yeah, we are. Um, I have them in the grand final. I think they're going to get there. Okay. I think they're going to verse the Roosters, and I think the Roosters are going to win. You can pick that apart as much as you want. But that's what I, I think they have enough to get there. I think they're, they are still the, if, the second best team in the competition this year. I just think that during the regular season... They're not going to care as much, and they're going to they're going to rest players when they need to to make sure that everyone's healthy at the back end of the season. See, I have uh, Parramatta up against the Roosters in the grand final. Okay, uh, my heart tells me that Parramatta wins it. Yep. My head is telling my heart that it hopes it's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I look. There's a lot of hype about the Roosters, and maybe I'm buying into that a bit. There is probably, and they're an exceptionally run club. We've discussed it. Nick Polite has just been re-elected for 30 years. There's a lot of, and uh, Robbo's just re-signed for five. That that it's the it's the the gold standard for how clubs are run. I do think it's it's going to take a while to get everyone together. It's a it's a lot of pressure on Luke Keary. Yeah. Um, I think and. We didn't really see last year how he managed that pressure because I think that... It was round three. It was, it was round it was three. Done. And what were the Roosters before that? They were one and one. And that game, yes. they were behind in that game and against Souths. And I, 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 there's a lot of talk about what he did 2020, 19, 18, but we haven't seen him in this role yet. And I think there needs to be... So I'm... I'm they're there and they're up there because I think they've got the roster to do it. They've got the coach to do it and they've got the resources and the salary cap to do it. But I don't know about Luke Keary. Okay. I, and, and it's an unpopular opinion because yeah. he's very highly regarded. But if we're going to call out Lachlan Ilias and Sam Walker and, you know, every player, we, we've got to call Luke Keary out for what he offers this season. Hey, look, there's a lot of pressure on him. He's going to be leading the sh- He's going to be steering the ship around the park. Uh, Sam Walker will help. Yeah, I think his experience last year will really help that. And you like the the other thing is you've got players to take pressure off. What Victor Radley does for this team is so important because it gives your halves more time to react and do what they need to do. Yeah. So look, I 
I, I know how you feel about Luke Keery. You're scorned because he left the No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. That's, I'm, that's, that's, relax, that's no, a joke. No, I'm, not, I'm genuinely... <laughs> that's a, that's a I, joke. That was the biggest mistake we made. Yeah. Or one of. But, uh, but yeah. um, you know... Look, so there, there is pressure. It's it's very difficult to be a halfback and win this competition. Yeah. Not everyone can do it. Yeah. And, you know, there's two halfbacks going around in the competition now that debuted with Souths. They've got three premierships between them that aren't playing for Souths. So... That's a bit of a frustrating point. But anyway, <laughs> okay, so Mike, your Dally M winner. Um, my Dally M winner, and this is purely because the system is ridiculous, is Jack, Tom Trebojevic. Oh, I had Jack White. In uh, it's Tom Trebojevic. <laughs> yeah. Because if Manly win games, it's going to be off the back of him and he's going to get three points every week. And I think Manly are going to win games. So when Manly wins games, it's going to be him getting three or two and then because of that, he's going to get the Dally M medal again. If, if if it was best player in the comp, Nathan Cleary deserves two of them. He's going to miss the first two, three weeks, so it's going to be difficult for him to catch up. Nathan Cleary deserves the last two. Yep. No, no can't argue with that. Yeah, but I think Tom Dubovic will get it based on how the system yeah. is. How well, if you're talking about ba- the system, I was going to say Jack Whiten. So. <laughs> yeah, well... Um, and what about top try scorer? Top try scorer? Uh, I've got Xavier Coates down in Melbourne. Yeah. Fair call. Yeah. I think new Fair team, call. he's going to take over Adokar's role. Adokar was electric last year. Um, there's going to be... Look, Johnson's probably going to be right up there. Yeah. Well, he'll, he'll probably score 20. Yeah. He'll be right um, up there. But uh, I just think that because South aren't going to be as good, there's not going to be as many opportunities for him. But I think Coates is, has more opportunity for him. Yeah. Extraordinary. Um, Who did you have? I had... Tom Trevojevic. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, because, you know, if he's going to get the Dally M, he's going to get it from scoring points. Yep. So, um, but I just, yeah, it, Manly's going to be an interesting one. Okay. The headline of the year. Headline of the year. I think my mine was, I, I took this as, you know, the big headline that'll surprise people. Yep. The troll moves to six. Will it surprise people? I don't know. I think it will. Permanently? Yeah. Mm, interesting. I just don't know when they're going to do it. Yeah. That's, like, the, that's the thing. Like, because you assume Latrell's going to be playing Origin, and then so it has to happen before that. So it might be round set. It might be sooner than we think. Mm. It could be by uh, Good Friday. Could be. You never know. Yeah. I just think that if South starts slow, yeah, which is possible, They've got a hard few ways. Mel- Melbourne then Roosters like two rounds two and three. Yeah. You versus Broncos the first week, which I think you win. Yeah. We'll get into that a bit later. Uh, I just think that it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough start, and you know the coach might question is is it better to play Taff at one and Latrell at six than Ilias at seven and Latrell at one. I'm wondering if they're gonna play Taff in a sort of Benji like role. I think he will once Latrell's back. He will be the. 14, yeah, and he will come on and be that spark plug that you need off the bench, yeah, that so many clubs do, and that, that makes too much sense because at the moment you've got Michael Cheekham name, named at number 17, which he's that versatile player, but Tafts would be better at that, he yep. offers more, yep. Um, my headline, by the way, yep, Ponga walks from Knights. I did yeah. give that one away a couple of weeks ago. Is I'm it, not saying so again, again, it. again, is it a surprise? Oh. So the There'll Ponga, be some shock factor. Ponga, Ponga ha- there's a deadline, I think, for him to re-sign before the off-season. 
yeah. where he has to make a decision. Otherwise, we get it pushed out to November. And I think it's July or June 30th. So we'll know by then whether Ponga really wants to stay at Newcastle or not. And yep. How the team's performance is going to dictate that. And we've both got... Well, I've got them finishing 15th. You've got them finishing 14th. So there's a very good likelihood that he walks, I think. Yeah. Are we underselling Newcastle? No. No? no. We're overselling them? Look at their look at their 6, 7, and 9. Yeah. Uh, this is the last year also of 16 teams in the comp. It is. Something. Yeah. Comes um, a little bit harder next year to win the comp. Does. Um, if you're certain clubs. You get that rest week though, which is always like, I know you get rest weeks because of origin yeah. now. But, but the like, round one bye has the to round be the one, worst. Yeah, and then, you know, magic round, what happens with that? And a lot of questions coming up. There's going to be a lot. And, and this will come out as the season's progressing. These are going to be the questions that are asked as the season goes on once once the season starts. So, like, everyone wants to hype up this season and then those questions start getting asked. Yep. Let's do it. Should we get into team lists? Let's get into team lists and our round one tips, Emmanuel. This year, How Good Is Rugby League has teamed up with Fanzo to run our tipping competition through their platform. Uh, a reminder, you can join our tipping comp in four easy steps, and I'm going to run them through for you right now. Uh, first, all you need to do is download the Fanzo app, F-A-Z-N-O. Uh, F-A-N-Z-O, sorry. Uh, create an account. Uh, once you've logged in, click on, click on the VB footy tipping page, and then all you need to do is type in our league code, H-G-I-R-L-P. That's right, H-G-L-P. Uh, which is how good the acronym for how good is rugby league podcast. Uh, our tipping comp uh, rewards participants for heading into their local venues and making their tips. All players need to do is be inside the four walls of their local venue uh, when they make their selections, and they will uh, they will get a free schooner of VB. How good's that? Uh, every week you can do this, and you'll win instantly. Uh, VB. VB's footy tipping is also a great way to support local businesses and encourage everyone to get back out into the pubs with their mates and enjoy the sports that they love. Uh, there's also weekly prizes every week if you are the top tipper in your local venue. Now, let's get into team lists. I have prizes for whoever beats you every week, Michael. Do you? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. I do. Okay, yeah. round one kicks off. Panthers and Manly at Blue Bet Stadium. Uh, we said, as we alluded to earlier, Nathan Cleary's out until at least round four with that shoulder injury, and Sean O'Sullivan makes his club debut. Targo and Stephen Crichton are in the centres with Charlie Staines back on the wing. Liam Martin and Kikau start in the back row following Kirk Capewell's move to the Broncos. For Manly, Olokowatu has surprisingly been named to make a return from an elbow injury. And Bullimore is his second-row partner with Schuster currently sidelined by an ankle injury. Uh, Cooler makes his debut off the bench with Dylan Walker, who signed with the Warriors abs- uh, for next year absent, and simply starts alongside Marty Tapau in the second row. I'm not tipping this year because I did so badly last year. So these are Michael's expert tips, and he's open to criticism for the next 30 weeks. So let's wow. have a dig. Wow. Okay, I didn't know this, but... Uh, fair enough, considering how bad you were last year and the year before. Uh, I'm going with Manly because Nathan Cleary is here. You're so but humble. I think that Manly get the win here. Um, yeah, it's as simple as Nathan Cleary being out. Penrith, I think, are going to start slow. 
Um, Sean O'Sullivan is in the halves, which you mentioned. Uh, and look, he's fine. He's nothing special. He's not Lathan Curry. And I think Cleary's the best comp- best player in the competition. And he's a huge loss for these first three weeks. And Manly is no slouch. Okay. They're kind of going to come out firing. And I think that, yeah. Big call. Yeah. They want to they get rid of that flat track bullies. Uh so they're going to beat the defending premiers without their halfback. That's yes. The way. Yes. <laughs> That's well, the way to do it. It's a step. It's a start. It's okay. a start. Uh, two clubs who have a lot to prove this year up in the first game on Friday night, the early game. Raiders host the Sharks in Canberra. So uh, Schneider starts at halfback for Fogarty, who Michael flagged was out. Schiller earns a start at centre alongside Timoko with Jared Croker to return via reserve grade and fullback Charles Nickel Clockstard. Has, le- has kept Xavier Savage out of the 17. For now. For now. Former Bulldog Adam Elliott makes his club debut from the bench. For the Sharks, Mulatalo starts in the centres with recruit Ikevalu. Forgot about him as well. Yep. And uh, Connor Tracy's not in the squad. Wilton replaces injured skipper uh, Graham in the back row. Fanukin's captaining the side from Locke. And Andrew Fafita earns a bench spot in his first NRL game since the horror throat injury in the 2021 season. I'm very intrigued to see how Fitzgibbon handles Fafita. Yeah, look, he's, he's looked pretty good. And even last year, when he did play before that shock injury, it looked like he was getting better. He's got that chronic knee injury, which he, he, he can't play more than 10, 15 minutes stints, I don't think. But he's an impact player off the bench. And if he, if he can get you those big runs that he, we have so we've known him for for how many years yep. then look I think I think he's going to be a, a value add to this bench I'm tipping the Sharks uh, I've hyped up the Sharks earlier in the podcast I think that they're the real deal this year I think that they could push for a top four spot if things go their way um, and yeah I just think even if it's Canberra it's going to be a wet Friday night I still think the Sharks the Sharks are one of the teams that can go grit for grit with Raiders. Yep. Uh, so I'm tipping the Sharks in that one. They love a scrap. Yeah. Okay, the big game, the revenge game, Adam Reynolds' new club up against his old club without Adam Reynolds. Broncos hosting Souths Friday night at Suncorp. Uh, halftime entertainment. Did I read today the halftime entertainment will be Daryl Braithwaite? Really? Like, get me a seat, get me a ticket. Wow. Yeah, that's the way Boy, it's going to be. stops. I know, I know. Nothing better for the horses. So, as we flagged, uh, Adam Reynolds is out. Billy Walters partners Albert Kelly in the halves. Uh, Asako's at fullback. Cobbo and Oates on the wings. And uh, Flegler's suspended, so he won't be playing this week. Uh, Kurt Capewell makes his club debut in the back row with Ryan James and Tyrone Roberts doing likewise from the interchange. For Souths, uh, it's... Kind of as you'd expect, Blake Tarp is at fullback for Luttrell, who is still uh, suspended. And Lachlan Ilias, who we've spent a lot of time talking about, is number seven for Souths. Uh, Jackson Paulo slides into the centres. Milne starts on the wing. Jai Arrow starts on an edge. And Michael Cheekham makes his club debut on the bench. Yeah, I am going with South Sydney in this one. Um, I think, yeah far more talented than the Broncos uh, without Adam Reynolds. And I just think that this is a big game. Big game. For, like, this This will really help South. South want this win because their next two are going to be really tough against Storm and Roosters in rounds two and three, isn't it? Yeah, Storm yeah. in Melbourne. 
Yeah, and then Param- and Penrith in round four. Yep. So, like, South want to get this. Yep. South really want to get this win. I think they've circled it as a must win. Um, so, yeah, I'm leaning South. Uh, Ashley go, Klein is the ref, though, which yeah. they've really bodes well they'll, when South's played. They'll go riding on the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love it. Okay. <laughs> Saturday afternoon, uh, Roosters Knights at the SCG, which is uh, going to be an interesting game. Roosters, uh, of course, start the season with a home game in a great time slot. How unusual. Uh, Sam Walker and Luke Keary, as we've discussed, team up for the first time in the halves as the champion number six returns. Also on deck are Lindsay Collins, uh, who injured himself last year, and Joey Manu, who was not uh, in a good place at the end of last year. Uh, Billy Smith has been named to play just the sixth game of his career. Connor Watson returns to the Roosters. So he's up against his old club. Yep. Spicy. And Sam Verrills uh, is not playing this week because he's due from suspension in round two. Yes. So Connor Watson is uh, starting at number nine. And uh, for Newcastle, Adam Clune steps up to fill in for Mitchell Pearce. Gagai's back in Newcastle colours. Daniel Saifidi is out with a small fracture in his left tibia. Jacob moves into the starting side. And former Raiders and Rugby Union prop Leo Thompson will debut from the bench. Kurt Mann has won the race for Locke, ahead of Phoenix Crossland, who comes from the bench. Heimel Hunt is sidelined still. So uh, Dominic Young gets a shot on the wing. And Chris Randall is the hooker in the absence of Jaden Braley. Yeah. No surprises for this tip. Uh, yeah. Look, if the Roosters weren't versing Newcastle, who we have destroyed every time we've versed them the last like six or seven times, I would say that the Roosters would lose this, lose this because they're normally pretty bad in round one. We're slow starters. Uh, but this is Newcastle. I think they are a very underwhelming side. Uh, bit shocked that Billy Smith is starting in the centres over Momorowski. I think that shows you that we're going to stick with Momorowski on the wing and when Suwali comes back, it could be Suwali taking Smith's spot or they're going to be fighting for it. Um, so interesting choice there by Robbo. Um, yeah, the Roosters, I think, should get this done and should do it pretty easily, if you ask me. Yeah, it's round one, though. I don't think anything's going to be that. There's a, like The weather is slippery. Well, that, so that cricket pitch... Could be a bit of a mud patch. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I don't. I don't the think the middle it, of the SCG yeah. is going to be weird. I'm not. I'm, I don't think it's going to be easily. I mean, we'll see. But the the halves for the neither side have the, the greatest kicking boots uh, for like for wet weather football. Distance, so no. yeah. No. So anyway, we'll see how that goes. So then uh, Saturday, the Warriors, uh, who are still on the Sunshine Coast, host St George, Michael's favourite team of all time. Uh, Chanel Harris-Tavita starts at fullback in the absence of Reese Walsh, who is out suspended. Sean Johnson's back in Warriors colours. A bit of a reunion there, and he'll be partnered by Cody Nicarima. Um, teenage centre Vilea plays his third career game. Storm recruit Adam Penne makes his club debut as a strong bench with Jazz Tavanga, Ben Murdoch-Masilla, and Bailey Sirinan. Good player. For St. George, uh, Anthony Griffin has named the same 13 who started for the Charity Shield. Tyrrell Sloan gets the nod at fullback with Cody Ramsey on the wing, while uh, Armone partners uh, Ben Hunt in the halves. Aaron Woods and Laurie are the starting props. Francis Molo and Josh Kerr back them up on the bench. Moses Embai returns from a quad injury to take his place on the bench. 
George Burgess and Tarek Sims are the notable absentees from Griffin's first squad of 2022. Dragons, I think, win this. Michael? Yeah. Uh, look, I, I think Dragons are going to start strong again. It's what they do. And the Warriors, I don't know, I just, they're missing their best player in Reese Walsh, I believe. Um, their spine's going to reshuffle a bit. Um, yeah, I, just, I just think that the Dragons, they're going to take a lot out of that Charity Shield win for now. We'll see where it takes them. Uh, so I just think that round one, they're going to get the nod over the Warriors. Yep. Okay, Saturday night from newly named Combank Stadium at Parramatta, uh, the Tigers host the Storm. Now, if you were to tell me about the mindset of the Tigers, it would be Tyrone Peachy's interview with uh, Nine News the other night in which he said, well, hopefully COVID wipes them all out so it's a bit easier for us. So if that's the mindset... That's the mindset of the club, then things are going really well. But... um, Okay, Hastings, Gildart, and Tyrone Peachy are all named to play their first game. Hastings at 5'8", alongside Brooks and Gildart in the centres, and Peachy uh, look like he's going to play that number 14 role this year, potentially. Yep. Um, Simkin starts at hooker with Little sidelined by a knee injury and 12 stars for co-captain James Tamo, who returns from suspension next week. Garner has recovered from an ankle injury to take his place. Uh, for the Storm, huge boost with Pappenhausen named to play. While well, the man who filled the number one in trials, Nick Meaney, uh, has been named at 5'8". Brandon Smith will start at hooker with Harry Grant suspended. Yep. An impressive rookie, Tyron Wishart, has won a spot on the bench alongside Nick Arima, Loyero, and Big Nelson. Former Newcastle Knight, Josh King, starts at lock, and former Broncos Xavier Coates is on the wing. Who's playing six of them? Who's playing? Six for Melbourne. Nick Meaney. Nick Meany's playing six. Uh, interesting. Munster's obviously out suspended for the, this week as well. Yeah, I thought Brandon Smith was out for this week. So, Brandon Smith... Munster got two weeks suspension. Brandon Smith got one week suspension. I think Christian Welch got one week suspension. And because of the all-star loophole that got Latrell one week off, yep. Brandon Smith also got one week off. So, so did Reese Walsh. So, when does Munster come back? Munster coming back next week. That's a shame. Yes. Picking ahead. <laughs> Uh, so I'm assuming you're picking the Storm. Uh, do you remember the first stat yeah, that I told oh, yeah, you yeah, last yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melbourne haven't lost round one in set, in, under Craig Bellamy. I think it's 18 years now. Was it last year we thought it was going to happen? Was it last year no. South's played? Yeah, no, South's played Melbourne, Melbourne in the open up. Yeah. And there yeah. was all this hype and, and Souths were down like 24-0 and then Latrell sort of woke up. Yeah. Still uh, wasn't enough. But no. I, I'm pretty sure I tipped Melbourne because of this stat. They have yet to lose under Craig Bellamy. And the Tigers are definitely not going to be the team to do it. Melbourne. Melbourne. Okay, Sunday afternoon, we return to Combank Stadium. The Eels host the Titans, who have a new logo. Very exciting. So Brad Arthur's named the same 17-man squad, uh, which beat Penrith during the trials. Gutho and Junior Paulo, co-captains, lead a powerful squad, which includes Bailey Simonson among a sea of familiar faces. Um, Parramatta's depth is so good at the moment that Nathan Brown, Mitch Rain, and Bryce Cartwright are among the reserves for the season opener. For the Titans, uh, Michael's great mate, Isaac Liu, uh, will be playing for them, and he'll partner Fotoaika. Um, after starting every game last year in the front row, Jared Wallace has been named amongst the reserves. 
Another recruit, Will Smith, makes his club debut from the bench alongside Lasoni, Jolliffe, and Kevin Proctor. Against his old team as well. Um, I am tipping the Eels. I can't tip them as the minor premiers and then have them lose round one to the Titans. So I think the Eels are a better team. Uh, I'm expecting big things out of Mitchell Moses and Dylan Brown this year. Gutho is solid. Their question is going to be their wings, I think. Yeah. Can they finish all the opportunities? They're quite inexperienced. Sean Russell is... I don't know how many games he's played, if any. It was a problem for them last year. It was. Wasn't losing, it? They, they just lo- couldn't losing get Sebo, that, Yeah. Losing Sebo was a big loss, and then you've lost Dunster in the preseason, which yeah. really hurt them. Um, so that's going to be their... They uh, might pick someone up. They could. Mid-year. Very well could. Very well could. So, yeah... Uh, I still think they're the better team, though, uh, and I expect them to win this. Yep, I back it. Uh, Okay, last game of the round. The Cowboys host the Bulldogs on uh, Sunday night. So Tamalolo's back on deck after missing the trials with a minor hamstring complaint. Um, um, Along with Nanai, they are the two faces uh, into the side which took care of the Broncos in the club's uh, final trial. Townsend, Peter Hicku, and uh, Jermaine Tanua-Brown are set to make their Cowboys debuts. And Hicku's been named at centre, and Tanua-Brown will be starting alongside Cohen Hess in the front row. For the Bulldogs, a new era. Matt Dufty, Josh Adokar, Brent Naden, Matt Burden, Paul Vaughan, Tavita Pangai Jr., Max King, and Braden Burns all making their club debut. Burns has beaten out Shoup for a spot in the centres. Avarillo will call the shots from halfback alongside Burton. Jeremy Marshall King fills the dummy half roll uh, with Biondiodo backing him up from the bench. I forgot about Chad Townsend. Um, I don't know if you saw the uh, the photo that the NRL put up of all the captains. Uh, the person who was holding the trophy the tightest was Chad Townsend because I think that's as close as he's going to get this year. Um, Tragic. Yeah, it's going to be a rough year for the Cowboys. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the drone footage from the Bulldogs today. I have seen the drone it footage from the Bulldogs. interesting. Quite good, quite good footage. Very didn't good Didn't know footage. that they had drones. Apparently they didn't, according to some sources. Uh, so, Bulldogs. it's only Tuesday. <laughs> Round one has not kicked off. And already, Gus and Buzz are arguing. Fox Sports has got clickbait on Latrell. We just need... What do we need, Mike? We just need something about Wayne Bennett press conference, but we're just not going to get that this year. (laughs) Can Wayne Bennett do media on Thursday just so I've got something to watch? (laughs) It'd be really nice. Uh, Bulldogs for me in this one. Uh, If they want to improve on last season, this is a win that they need to have just to start their season off, uh, get get out on the right foot, and they have a more experienced side. Matt Burton, I'm expecting big things from him this year. Excellent, excellent player. Dallium center of the year last year, playing out of position. And, you know, Penrith are feeling his loss already this year because, you know, Nathan Cleary's out for the first three weeks. When Cleary was out last year, you had someone stepping in who you knew was a talented player. Uh, so, yeah, big things. That that halfback question is going to be, that halfback spot's going to be a question for the Dogs. Yeah. How will Avarillo handle it? But uh, really good forward pack. Um, Tavita Pangai's, Let's hope that he can keep the chatter down. Yeah, uh, it says a lot about it says a lot about I think the strength of Penrith last year and the last couple of years that when we found out Cleary was out, we were both scratching our heads to find out who was going to be replacing him. Yeah, because Burton was not released, and in hindsight, best decision probably Penrith made last year not released early to the 100%. Bulldogs, 
uh, and weren't they lucky about that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, uh, I'm pretty sure that Paul uh, uh, Gus Gould has confiscated Paul Vaughan's barbecue, so let's hope we get a better season out oh, of him as well. There you go. Yeah. All barbecues are at Gus's now. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, running through Michael's tips, Michael has Manly to beat Penrith. Yep. Cronulla to beat Canberra. South Sydney to beat Brisbane. Roosters to win comfortably over Newcastle. Dragons over the Warriors. Storm to keep that record up against the Tigers. Parramatta over the Gold Coast. And the Bulldogs to beat the Cowboys. Correct. That's it. Um, Now, if you look on the tipping comp, uh, you go to our league page, you'll see that Emmanuel Lyre highlighted. So as much as Emmanuel is not giving you yeah, tips, why am I highlighted? Because uh, we run this podcast and where the influence is, oh, is the word that was used. I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, you're highlighted. So you'll be able to see our tips as they're coming through as well. Um, so yeah, uh, no secrets here. If you want to try and beat me, come at me. Uh, there's only one person I can see as competition in this, co- in this tipping comp at the moment, and that's Nick Saturis. Uh, I'm coming for you. I don't like losing, and you got me last year, but it's not going to happen again. Can someone please beat Michael so I don't have to listen to this every <laughs> week? That's it, Mike. That's it. Week one done. Week one done. How good? How good? Yeah. Uh, as always, please don't forget to follow our socials. Join the tipping comp. That code for the league is HGIRLP. Uh, all you need to do is download the Fanzo app. Uh, and yeah, if you want to reach out to us, give us some feedback on our ladders, predictions, our Dallium, whatever you want to, if you have any feedback for this, uh, this podcast, please hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, and yeah, Emmanuel, I'm excited to sit down and watch all eight games this weekend. I'm excited not to see you this weekend. How's that? <laughs> That's me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that's it though. We're done. Anything you've got anything else to add? That's it. You good? That's it. All right. One last thing, Emmanuel. How good is rugby league? How good is rugby league? Thanks, guys.